Hi, hello, what's up? I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the first episode, first official episode of OK Listen. You guys, let me tell you about my life lately. I have spent the last two weeks learning everything about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. It's so interesting and I honestly can't believe we get to see it all live. And to say that I'm obsessed would be an understatement. This trial has now become my life. It is now my only personality trait and I can't stop and won't stop talking about it. From the moment I wake up, to the moment I close my eyes at night, every single day of my life right now, is just watching this live feed. I am consuming every second of this trial. It's just that good. And I honestly feel kind of bad saying that because obviously this is also the worst parts of someone's life being broadcasted for everyone to see. But the shit that's coming out of this trial is just insane. The other night, I was watching day nine of the trial at like two in the morning when I had like work in a few hours because this psychologist, um, Dr. Shannon Curry, was just revealing so much information about Amber Heard's mental state, which she evaluated a few months before the actual trial. And if I had to sit there and listen to a psychologist read me to filth and out my terrible mental shit in front of everyone, I think I would die. I don't think I would survive that. I don't know how Amber did it. I really don't. And it's funny because while Amber is getting shitstormed by all of the things that she has said and done in the past, Johnny Depp, on the other hand, is winning hearts left and right. From the testimonies of his staff and his friends, he really does seem like the purest soul and the kindest friend. I know we've really only seen people from his witness list, so this is probably why he looks the best in this light right now, but aside from that, with just the information that was out or is out right now, from their old UK trial and just the stuff that doesn't add up from Amber's testimonies before, I don't think it's possible for Amber Heard's side when they get their chance to spin their story her way, you know? And to be honest, I also don't think her lawyers are capable of doing that at all anyway. Have you guys seen their line of questioning? I actually don't know if any of you are watching this or following this and if you aren't already please do because it's really good okay and so that I have someone to talk to about this because I could talk about this for hours um but they suck Amber Heard's lawyers suck they are running on empty up there like I don't know what they're doing and what they're trying to like accomplish with the questions that they're asking but it's not working I think I even saw a clip the other day about one of them objecting to their own question. That's embarrassing. If that's not in the top 10 most embarrassing things you could ever do at your job, then I don't know what would be. 
because I don't think I could live that down. I don't think I could walk into court the next day and call myself a lawyer after that. That's just, that's just embarrassing. I don't think I would survive that. After all of this, I really do hope at the end of this that Johnny Depp gets, at the very least, his good name and reputation back because this man has lost too much and has been through a lot at the hands of the person who's supposed to love him and care for him. And considering his history with his mom, it's it's just too much. And I just wish the best for him, you know? I hope this all this whole fiasco of like the trial and it being public, I hope it ends with both of them really finding peace and moving on and getting exactly what they deserve. You know, aside from my obsession with this case, I have also been spending a lot of time planning episodes for this podcast. And I think that my biggest struggle based off of the feedback I've received, is that I know that I have a pretty monotone voice and that the real animated version of my voice only really comes out when I'm either excited about something or I'm comfortable with who I'm talking to. And the funny thing is, when I listened to the trailer before putting it out, I was like, wow, I sound pretty excited. This is so good. It sounds so fun. So I felt good about putting it out there. But then apparently, I had no idea what I'm talking about. And my ears need to get checked because almost everyone told me how nice and calming my voice was. Like, what the fuck? I thought I was giving you light. I thought I was giving you fun. I thought I was giving you everything. But apparently, I wasn't giving anything at all. And you know what? I'll take it. At least I wasn't annoying to listen to, and at least you didn't hate me. So I'll take it. Okay, listen. I generally don't like talking about myself, um, especially if I'm doing it alone and no one is asking me questions. It feels weird just like voluntarily giving out information about myself. Um, And I don't like talking about myself publicly either. So this is a lot for me. I honestly barely even really talk about myself to my friends. I have friends who are like going on almost a decade now. And they know me, but they also don't know me. You know? (laughs) I... I think I keep everyone at a pretty good distance because that's where I look the best. People have less to judge if they can't really see the cracks. So I am not used to this. It also just feels like I'm being too self-important if I made this just all about me, you know, like who the fuck am I for you to be listening to? So I want you to know that this is very new to me um so it is going to take a little bit of getting used to but I'm going to try my best to be as open as possible in this podcast because that's really what this is about like making decisions that will hopefully 
helped me grow and my journey and my growth will help you grow by listening to it and hopefully learning something from it and yeah so today I want to talk about my current dilemma I don't really know when this started but about a week ago I noticed something different about myself now, I typically overanalyze everything I do and don't do on a regular basis. So I haven't really figured out where this came from, but I think I'm feeling very lost and stuck, you know? And I don't know how to explain it other than feeling like I don't know what I want anymore. Like, for the past couple of years, I've been on this path of learning about myself. Um, I've spent a good amount of time really living and letting myself go through new experiences and seeing which ones resonate with me. But now I'm noticing that all of those things don't give me the same joy anymore. And I don't know how to move forward. Like, I don't know what to choose moving forward. And I feel like that's why I'm feeling stuck. Now, this isn't the first time this has happened to me. Before I moved here to Canada with my family in 2011, I'm pretty sure I felt the same way I do now. Um, just like very lost and stuck. Um, okay, so for background... My name is Carms. I'm 28 years old. I moved to Canada back in 2011 with my family. It was three days before I turned 18. Now, you might be thinking, that's crazy. What about your life there? Your friends? Wasn't that hard? Well, let me tell you, it was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life and probably the best thing that has ever happened to me. Because I truly think that if I didn't move here, I wouldn't have found out who I really was. I actually also didn't have very many friends to leave behind. Um, I barely had any growing up. So there was nothing for me to leave behind that I wasn't already feeling detached to. I also didn't really have the best time as a teenager. So yeah, I just I, I I just never felt like I was leaving behind anything. Like I said, my time as a teen was not exactly great. And this is the time when you're really starting to get to know what you like and don't like. So when you're not given the opportunity to see what fits in with your life, you end up not getting a strong sense of self. When I was younger, I was always trying to figure out who I was like most people in their teens. And figuring out who you are is hard enough as a kid. It's even harder when the adults around you don't let you make any mistakes. And when you do make mistakes, I found that the people around me not only branded me as a troublesome kid for making some mistakes, they also didn't give me an explanation for the discipline I received. So. I was stuck with this prejudice of not knowing right from wrong. Like people just assumed that I was a shitty kid or 
only ever being labeled as the bad influence, you know? And I'm not saying that every decision I made growing up was the right one. And trust me, I made so many dumb decisions that if I didn't get in trouble for some of them, I don't know where I would be today. Um, but at some point, it just felt like everything I did was wrong. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I was basically labeled as a troublesome kid. So no matter what opportunity or choice, choice was like presented in front of me, they just already assumed that I was going to choose the wrong one. So then they took the choice away from me, you know? Um, I grew up in a very strict household, if that wasn't already obvious. But growing up in a strict household while also living in a very conservative place was like a double whammy for me. I was, for as long as I can remember, a very curious kid. I was never the type of person that could just follow the rules just because, you know. Now, I realized that some of the rules that were set were there to protect me because I was a child, which is completely valid. But I also felt like some of the rules were limiting to my experience. Like I was a type of person to try almost anything once, you know, like I was very open to experiences. Like I just wanted to be able to experience everything and form my own opinion about it instead of being told what I should and shouldn't think. Like it was just so important to me to have a full understanding of pretty much everything so that I can decide which ones I liked or vibed with and which ones I don't. I just didn't want to be told you know, what I should do, you know? And to some extent, I appreciate that growing up in a strict household saved me from go going through very tough situations. But at the same time, it felt like it stopped me from ever really feeling like I knew who I was or had some control over who I was going to be. Like, it was very limiting to my experience. I was only basically allowed to go through life based on the experiences and opinions that were already known to my family or was already set in stone as safe and acceptable in society. I don't remember a time in my life when I was younger that I didn't feel like I was on autopilot, playing a role that I was either forced to play to appease people or was only playing to spite people. Like, how am I supposed to accept that following rules is my life? You know, like, that's it? I just always felt like I didn't really know this at the time. I didn't know how to articulate this at the time, but I did always feel like there was more to life than what was being pre presented to me. And because I was a kid, I didn't really know how to say that or how to um, explain that to people aside from being curious and being, <laughs> being a little shithead that wanted to try everything. Um, and so it was, it was very hard. I 
wanted autonomy. I wanted choice. I wanted to do what I felt was right for me. But for as long as I can remember, every time I tried to make a decision outside of what was expected of me, I would get in trouble for it. I remember being a smart kid. Like, honestly, school came pretty easy to me. If I'm trying in school, I'm getting really good grades. If I'm not trying in school, my grades were, were still pretty decent. And the only reason that I would be failing a class would be because I was purposely failing that class. So it, it, was, it was not hard work for me to do well in school. And I also wasn't really getting into fights or I wasn't also drinking or doing drugs. I don't think that thought even ever crossed my mind growing up. Um, so I wasn't a shitty kid. I like, I was a pretty decent kid and maybe I was around 14 or 15 or somewhere in there. And I was pretty young and clueless, but I do remember being aware of slowly growing into an adult and starting to feel like I wanted to make my own decisions. I didn't want to rush, although I, I guess it, I guess I kind of looked like I was wanting to rush being a grown-up, but it's not really that that I wanted. I just wanted to be able to make my own decisions. Um, it didn't have to be like a free-for-all. Like I didn't want to make my own decisions for everything, but I wanted to make some of them so I can feel like I'm living my life, you know? Because growing up, your family usually makes all the decisions in your life. Um, I, I, You know what? I actually don't know if this is true for everyone else, but everything was decided for me. What I eat, what I wear, when I go to sleep, when I wake up, everything is decided for me under the guise of discipline and protection. Like, Every time I would do something or want to do something, um, I would be told, yes, you can do that or no, you can't do that. And when it's a no, I don't really ever remember being told or explained why the no was a no. I was only ever told no because I know better than you. I'm older than you. So you should follow me. And from a very young age, that just never made sense to me. So it was hard for me to grasp. And for sure, the people around you can only help you as much as they know how to help themselves. So I understand that the people in my life were just a result of their family and so on. They were doing the best they could do with what they had. I get that, you know. And... I don't blame them for how my childhood and teenage years played out. But not blaming them doesn't mean I ignore the part that they played in it. Because for me, being a teenager sucked. I guess everybody probably felt like that too. Um, but you just, you always feel like you know everything there is to know about everything. And at the same time, you know that you're also just faking it. But 
you don't want to admit that to anyone or even yourself, you know? I remember looking up to people older than me growing up, like um, an older sibling or cousin or your friend's older sibling or cousin. And I remember being amazed by them. I thought they were the coolest people on earth because they were able to do things that I wasn't. They could go out with their friends on their own, stay overnight, come home late, you know, all these things that every single time I tried to do them, I would get shut down. Now, I need to remind you, I am 14, 15, 16, 17 at this point. So it's not like I'm like four, five, six, seven, or eight years old. I was capable. And with how I was doing in school, I thought I was a pretty responsible kid, right? But every time I tried to do things that people older than me were able to do, I would get shut down. I would get in trouble. And I would be told that I was too young. The worst part is that no one really explained that logic to me. What the fuck does being too young mean? What was I missing that I couldn't do the stuff other people could? Is it bad for young people to do these? Is it bad for young people to hang out with friends? Is it bad for young people to stay overnight? Is it bad for young people to come home late? Like, like if it's bad, then how come older people can do it? And obviously, looking back at it now and asking these questions, I know the answers to them. But as a kid, I never got the answers to my questions. Listen, I don't know if any of you grew up in a strict household or if this is a staple in every Filipino household, but you also can't really ask these questions without getting yourself into more shit, right? When the adults are scolding you, you're just meant to take it. You're expected to just surrender and take it all in. If you even think about taking a breath to explain yourself, it's already too late. You're already a disrespectful kid. How dare you question anyone older than you? You're just a kid. You don't know anything. But the thing about me is that you can't just say you're too young for that, period. I need reasons. I need an explanation. I need to understand the who, what, where, when, why, and how of the situation. I was an asshole like that. Because if I don't know the reasons behind something, I'm just never going to believe that it's for my own good. I would just think that you're stopping me for the sake of stopping me because I'm not good enough to have good things or because you enjoy my misery. My brain is stupid like that. And at some point, I started to see people my age be able to do things that I wasn't allowed to do, which just added more doubt to my already flimsy trust in the things that I was being told. Because how come now people my age were able to do it and I'm not able to do it still? Basically, all this uncertainty and confusion created this sort of belief in me that I'm not good enough, you know, that I can't trust my own judgment. Because I was seeing everyone else around me do things and have things that I couldn't. And so the problem had to be me, right? And also because at this point, every time I tried to explain myself, 
I wasn't heard or basically just berated for even talking back. So I kind of internalized that nothing I say mattered too. I, it doesn't matter what I did or said or if I had very good reasons to say or do those things. It only mattered that I follow the rules set. No questions asked. So eventually, I just completely lost trust in myself. I didn't feel confident in making any decisions because I didn't have a baseline of what's good or bad for me, only what was good or bad based on the rules they set. And sometimes I even got in trouble for following the rules, which was just super confusing. And eventually, I just gave up. To be honest, I don't know if my reaction to it all makes sense now that I'm looking back at it, but I basically shut down. But instead of following the rules blindly, because I knew that I was going to get in trouble no matter what I say or do, I went the opposite way and gave up with trying to please everyone else. I decided that if I was going to get in trouble for anything, it might as well be for things that I wanted. Now, this obviously didn't go well for my relationship with my family and how other adults in my life viewed me. I remember to this day how much I could feel the distaste that people older than me in my life at the time had for me because I got in trouble so much. And so they just saw me as this like bad apple, you know? And I don't think that's even the worst part because I think the worst part is that even some people my age were influenced by those opinions, you know? Like I could feel the way people my age would be hesitant of being friends with me. Now, I don't know if that's legit or if that's just something that I perceived because of how everything else has affected me. But I always saw how like everyone was always friendly with me and some only friendly to my face, which I didn't really find out until later on. But I didn't really have a set group of friends that I felt comfortable with. <laughs> I do want to say though that for the most part, I also can't really remember what my personality was like around this time. Um, so I couldn't tell you if I was funny or happy-go-lucky or easy to be around or just downright fucking annoying. So I can't for sure say if my lack of friends was because I was an asshole or if it was actually because of how adults perceive me and how that changed the opinions of the people around me. But overall, my time as a teenager was probably the lowest I have ever felt in my entire life. Yeah, I was doing whatever I wanted to for the most part, but I was also mostly doing them to act out. You know, I was a shithead. I was alone and I didn't have anyone I trusted enough to ask for help or guidance. So the only attention that I would only really get is now the attention that I get when I get in trouble. So it became this weird cycle. And to be honest, even if I did have someone that I could possibly talk to um, for help or for guidance, I don't think I would have known how to 
because every interaction that I've had with a grown adult has been negative. And so it would be impossible for me to be vulnerable around them without feeling like it's going to circle back to me having a negative experience. This was also a time um, when mental health wasn't really a topic of discussion. So no one was asking kids how they were doing. You're just expected to go to school, get good grades, go home and be a good little kid. But I just couldn't live like that. And so I was always labeled as rebellious. And I don't know, I just never felt like I fit in. So when my family decided to move to Canada, I didn't really have a deep sense of loss about leaving behind my life there because I didn't really feel like I had a life there. I did get sad about leaving the new friends I had met in university a month before we were due to leave. Um, I feel like they were one of the few people that really gave me hope in a safe space. But for the most part, leaving everything behind was such a blessing. We moved here three days before I turned 18, which is really significant to me, I think, because I have always felt that my age was a big reason um, that I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do. So when we moved here and I turned 18, I started to really push the boundaries for myself. Now, obviously, I still had to go through figuring out how to fit in to this new life and culture. And that was my top priority. So I didn't get to really know myself until I was about 21 years old or later. I think that every decision I made before 21 was almost like a trial and error. And it just feels like I wasn't doing them because I understood what they meant for me. Um, but I think I only did them because the choice was available for me. And so by 21, I felt a lot better about myself. Um, it helped that after feeling a lot more comfortable in my new environment, being an adult meant that I could finally do stuff without a negative reaction from my family soon after because I was now a grown adult and I was responsible for myself. Um, it was also great because when I met people, I no longer felt judged, you know, like I didn't have this weird history of being the bad apple. People here didn't know me. So it was a really great start. And it gave me a chance to really start from square one. And I think around the time I was 21 was the most comfortable that I've ever felt about myself. So there I was, 20-ish, early 20s, something like that. Um, I've been living in a new country for about three years at 21. And I had everything my little teenage self had ever wanted. It was a great time. I had the freedom to do anything. I had friends that really knew me. I had a job that I enjoyed at the time. Life was pretty great. And basically, I'm coasting on this newfound sense of self. 
really feeling like I was getting the most out of my experiences and really starting to trust my gut and know that I have control over my own life. And so every decision I made back then felt really, really good. Even if they didn't all end up in positive situations, it still felt really good to be able to know exactly why I did what I did and there was no one else to celebrate or blame but myself. Now, I still had depressive episodes because I still had such an enormous amount of unresolved trauma and shit still hit the fan, but I was now more capable of handling those situations and it was still great. During this time, I also learned better ways to cope with my anxiety and I had a much better support system, so I wasn't doing this alone anymore and I had people I trusted to bounce ideas with. Looking back at it, no matter what happened before I moved here, everything that happened after feels like it was worth it, you know? And then 28 hits. Now, I don't know if this is actually something that started at 28 or if I've been feeling like this for a while, but I am feeling lost again. Um, let me explain. So basically, I think a few months back, I suddenly feel this sense of doubt, like I don't trust what I know anymore. It feels very similar to the way I felt before moving here, which is kind of surprising to me because I actually think my life is doing pretty well right now. But for some reason, I feel like I can't make a decision these days. I feel kind of like, I'm moving on autopilot again, you know, like my mind and body have gotten used to my pattern in life. So it's just going along with that every single day, cycling it over and over again. So when I noticed all of this really come to a head a week ago, I noticed that I was feeling scared and I tried to pinpoint where the fear was coming from and I don't think it has anything to do with the unknown, but I think it has more to do with just the change in general, which I guess makes sense because the last time I had a big change in my life, not have to worry about anyone's expectations. Now it feels like changing anything about me would go against the identity that I've spent almost 10 years creating and getting comfortable with. I love the person that I am and I feel like changing now, weirdly enough, feels like I would be betraying myself. I think a part of it is also because changing myself or changing anything about my life would also mean that there's going to be changes in my friendships and my relationships. Um, and that's really tough because number one, I don't want to have to bother people about accommodating me. Like if this new version of me means a new dynamic with my friends, I don't want to feel like I'm making their lives harder. And for some people that aren't really used to regular changes in their own lives, it can, it can come off as fake. And I just, I know I shouldn't be worried about people's perception of me because I can't control that. But I also don't want to be labeled something I'm not. Like I've struggled my whole life with that already. I just, I just don't want that out there and that's stressing me out. Number three is 
really just finding out who is and isn't going to stick it out with me, you know? But I'm also being very realistic and I know that's out of my control, but I am stressed about that part. Honestly, when I think about how lost or stuck I am without considering my connections to other people, I'm pretty excited about it. Like, I'm scared, but I'm mostly excited, you know? And that's because it's another chance for me to reinvent myself. Like, who am I going to be at 30 years old, you know? Like, is she going to be 30, flirty, and thriving? I don't know. But it's great to move forward and find out. And again, I can do whatever I want, you know? I've been here before. I was lost and stuck when I moved here. And look at how well that turned out for me. So I can really only look forward to what could be in this next phase of my life. And it's funny because I just hate that I know exactly what I need to do, but I also don't really want to do it. And that's, I guess, really the biggest struggle here. Like after talking about this for however long this has been now, I know what I need to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. But fuck me. I also just want to hold on to what I've known for a little longer because it does feel safe and it's nice that it's predictable. You know, I don't get anxiety over it because every day I wake up, I know exactly what my life is going to look like. And if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you're on the same boat, I hope that you also choose to do what makes you the happiest. Even if you take your time to get to the point where you're choosing yourself and your happiness, I hope you get there. Anyway, um, that's really all I have for you today. I think I've hit my maximum number of minutes publicly talking about myself. And every time I have to talk about myself for a long time, all I can think about is that one scene from Princess Diaries when Mia was giving a speech about her coronation and she says, and then I realize how many stupid times a day I say the word I. In fact, probably all I ever do is think about myself. And how lame is that when there's like 7 billion other people out there on the planet? That line has stuck with me since the movie came out in 2001. And it's helped me get out of my own head so many times throughout the years. So I'm leaving you with it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope I see you in the next one. Bye.